big tall Ian. Went mad at another kid the other day. <laughs> I think I think this is gonna become a thing. I think I think I'm gonna be a come a person who just has these freak outs. This is a merry man started off. He just started freaking out. It's like I'm doing. It. I'm gonna gonna do a big freak out once and see what happens. And then he just became merry man. Never had merry man, but his his freak outs were stuff of legend. Also, it's not a, it's not Brady, it was Brophy. I only thought about it in hindsight. It's like, yeah, Mr. Brophy I was talking about last time. Remember him? Brophy with the beard, shortish, terrifying, lunatic of a man. He was probably just a normal guy, but like, we were teenagers, and we didn't have the sort of worldly knowledge that we have now. He was just acting the bollocks. Yeah, I'd say I'm on the same sort of a career trajectory as Mr. Brophy. I would say, yeah, I'd say that's a fair, I've always wondered what my trajectory would be. Now, I'm pretty sure it's exactly that of Mr. Brophy. Apologies in advance for becoming one of these teachers who just talks about their students all the time, but, like, to be fair, I, I do kind of need to shed some sort of an insight. Class of all girls except one guy named Kevin. He probably gets bullied by the other girls when I'm not there. He sits, like, completely the opposite end of the class. I have, like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight girls all in the left-hand corner. And then massive gap. And then way over in the right-hand corner beside my computer is where Kevin sits. This was alarm bells earlier on. It was like, okay, Kevin doesn't get on with the girls. That is fairly normal, but this is a bit on the extreme end. Long story short, Kevin was refusing to move. I need to put them in pairs. I need to put them in groups. So I need to like move them around. And Kevin was just like straight up refusing to move. He kind of did this one time before, but I somehow resolved the situation. But a little bit high from my massive unload on neat only about five days previous, I was like, do I come down on this class hard as well? I just... I kind of felt like I went to town on Neat the other day. I'm still a little bit high off the adrenaline rush, if I'm honest. And I'm gonna go nuts at this Kevin guy? Is this... Is, is this just gonna become a thing now? Like I mentioned, I mean, if if they're refusing to obey instructions, like... I mean... You can freak out with someone for, for less than that, can't you? It's like, Kevin, you need to move this seat and move into the other seat. And he was like, no, I'm not moving. I was like, excuse me? 15-year-old, nerdy sort of a guy. Pretty good English, actually. I was like, what? I was like, move. Kevin, over here, please. Doesn't move. Then the third time, I think I counted down. I was like, Kevin, right there, sitting beside Lily. And then he like, he, <laughs> he moved his desk. I would say he moved his desk one inch whereas Lily was about six foot away and I was like like it was like a token like he, he, he shuffled his desk and I was like wasn't even remotely close to where I had told him he needs to move to I was like okay that's me after asking him three times <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to have another freak out unleashed Hell for about 30 seconds, brought him outside, screamed in his ear, pointed him against the wall, told him not to move. Don't move! 
and then straight back into class and just kind of continue with the lesson. I was like, you know, continue with the lesson. I was like, he's probably, like, I didn't forget about him. Didn't actually even remotely forget him. I was very aware that I had taken a student outside and I'd put them in the corridor, made them face the wall, but I'm going to have to somehow reintroduce this student back into the class soon. Now, very much outside my comfort zone, I haven't much experience with it. I don't know how exactly to do this, but like that's how you get good at stuff, isn't it? Get comfortable being uncomfortable. Like, you have to... There's a first time for everything. Like, I've never done this before, but, like, you know, it's probably not fucking rocket science. Plus, he's absolutely petrified, as are all of the other students in the class. Anyway, I'm teaching must and mustn't and comparing it with have and have to and go into the kind of grammatical forms and the positives and their negatives and question form and why must is pretty much the same as have to and but why don't have to and mustn't are completely not the same and how we don't actually really say must, don't worry about that and internal and external obligations but don't worry about that either. And there's no real question form of must I. Must I go there? No, just you have to. They're pretty much the same. Technically they're difficult, but they're pretty much the same. That's all you need to know. Pretty much when I've given that like three minute lecture, in comes Kevin. He fairly abruptly just opened the door and fucking stormed in. I was like, oh fuck, create a monster here. But no, I hadn't. He was just full of the apologies. His English is a lot fucking better than he lets on. And, uh, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. Uh, sorry about that, teacher. I will obey next time. There were exact words. He said the word obey. It's like, yeah, not a verb to obey, do you? Yeah, you fucking play dumb a lot of the time, though. You know the word of... Okay, fair enough. Take a seat. Business as usual. However, on this particular occasion, I had brought the student outside the class, and I was fuck. I was just, like, roaring at him down the corridor. Class continued as normal, and nothing else was that particularly remarkable fast forward to a few days later and uh me and jake were playing a lot of music together we played live on sunday night and then we played on monday morning and we played tuesday morning we played wednesday morning just jamming in the cafe thursday morning jamming in the cafe and then got to thursday evening and uh i was just about to go on stage i was on stage i was on stage we we're gonna do uh losing my religion the uh, the R.E.M. song Losing My Religion, which is no bargain if you're familiar with Losing My Religion. Uh, there's always a little do 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 There's loads of little pieces. There's like six different parts of it. It's not your average fucking three chord trick. It's a uh, yeah. It's no bargain Losing My Religion. But luckily for myself and Jake, we had been jamming it all of the week. So I'm like ready to go, uh, plugged in, guitar, microphone, everything set up, Jake's to my left, he's got the yellow squeeze box out, usually it's just the two of us, but then like someone will jump on bass and someone jumps on electric guitar, someone jumps on drums and someone jumps on backing vocal and just becomes this massive fucking thing. But anyway, I was ready, I was like, I was ready to go and uh, I was just kind of just standing there like waiting to play and people are kind of looking at you going like are you playing or you know i was like yeah i'm waiting for a fucking bass player to get fucking plugged in and he's trying to sort out your man's looking for a plectrum all this sort of stuff and i was like just kind of like looking into mike and then uh then comes big tall ian big tall ian big tall ian as you would imagine is pretty tall he's like a tall skinny guy he doesn't look doesn't look 
unlike what you would imagine Ian Stewart trainer would have turned out like if he didn't discover how amazing computers were. Like if Ian Stewart trainer like got really into like hacky sack and karma, then you might have a six year old Big Tallian. Big Tallian's sixty, because uh, he told me. And he's like, I could have sworn I met him a few months ago in the Shamrock late at night. He had a drink in front of him. And he was like, I could have sworn, but maybe I'm wrong. He was just like, he was in his work clothes and he was just having a beer. And he was just like a normal guy in his 60s having a beer at the bar. And then after a few months of life in Da Nang, I saw him again just fucking rocking out at the open mic, dancing, flailing his shoulders around, just like an absolute throwback to the fucking 60s, like, you know, this fucking, what was that big festival they had, I was trying to remember the name of that festival, I can't remember, Woodstock, yeah, he's like, he's like something out of Woodstock, is what Big Tallian is like, <laughs> he's like, way older than everyone else, but has that kind of stoner, hippie sort of vibe, I was like, have you always been like that? I could have sworn a few months ago you were just a normal lad having a beer who worked in insurance or something. Maybe that's my imagination though. Anyway, I'm on stage and I'm ready to go and uh, up comes Big Tallian. Hadn't seen him in a long time. Haven't, don't really know him that well. And he just goes, he just goes, mate. He's English. I was like, I was like, ah, Ian, how are you? He goes, oh, I heard you the other day, mate. Screaming down the corridors. Oh, mate. Oh, mate, I was, I was in awe of you, mate. I was, oh, I'd love to be able to do that, mate. I mean, <laughs> there's some moments where you really need to scream. My voice isn't that loud. You've got a big voice. You can get away with it. I was like, no way. You heard me heard me freaking out with Kev the other day, did you, yeah? He's one, these, he's one of these teachers who just, like, is only a talker. All these kind of oxymorons. Like, if you're a teacher, you kind of you need to be able to listen, don't you? I'd say being a listener is the main thing. There's loads of lads in the teaching game, mainly lads, and they just don't stop talking. Like, it's like, how do your students ever get a word in? Like, I can't get a word in, and I'm a native English speaker. How do you communicate with your students? Do they ever get a chance to speak? So I was a bit like, yeah, come on, I'm just about to do a tune here, man. I mean, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll chat to you in a bit. It's like, just gives me a thumbs up, gives me a high five. <laughs> I was like, well, way, big Tallinn witness my freak out. Yeah, becoming a stuff a legend I am around here, lads. Me and my fucking merry man infused freakouts. Then I got home, right? And uh, I checked my emails, which I hadn't in a couple of days. <laughs> and I actually have it up here. This is the email. I've, <laughs> I have an email off the school that I, you know, teach in one of the schools. And uh, it just goes, here it is. It goes, hi, Casey. We would like to know what happened in your class last night. <laughs> <laughs> we'd like to know what happened in your class last night to make sure that we can support you immediately don't hesitate to share with us smiley face thanks <laughs> well, I won't lie when I saw that first line that we would like to know what happened in your class last night I was like oh fuck you're not allowed to freak out at the kids even though they're blatantly disobeying obeying instructions but then the second part uh, to make sure that we can support you immediately. Thank you very much. Unconditional support. That's all I ask. Unconditional. That's not asking too much, is it? No matter what I do, I get supported immediately. Yes, I like that. 
anyway enough about that all right okay that's the last that's the last one right that's the last one about me and my merry man inspired free outs right well i didn't have merry man i only ever saw brophy doing it once i was like oh i'd love to do that little did my 14 year old self oh, ironically probably the exact same age that kevin was you know wonder will kevin freak out at some lad in about 20 years time he was like, oh, that fucking legend Casey freaked out at me. I was on the receiving end of one of them about 20 years ago. Yeah. See, other, other teachers like to inspire in, like, you know, in an academic sort of a sense. I like to, I have my own different methods of inspiration. Become some Vietnamese teacher freaking out with some Irish kid. Everyone's fucking queuing up to learn Vietnamese in South Dublin. <laughs> Yeah, big tall Ian like that anyway. Then he jumped on backing vocals for losing my religion. <laughs>